as you mentioned, kids, man, as I said, y'all be on my stream sometimes. I just got to put on a couple of your, 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 your Instagram lives because it's just be straight jokes. Man, why did you do YNW Melly Mama like that, man? Oh, because she said Jesus something. Christ. Wait, what happened? Let me, let me just say this. Uh, uh, two two years ago, uh, YMW Melly, whatever that nigga name is, uh, the victims, uh, one of the victims' aunts uh, reached out to me and sent me a message. Really? Yeah, because I had spoke on it once before uh, when I found out about it. What was your thoughts? Uh well, let me just say this. The aunt said whatever song, and I don't even know what song she, but it, there was a song, I guess there was a popular song he made that, that's kind of referencing the, the murders. Uh, she said that that song was made before he committed those murders. Okay, murder on my mind. Okay. Yeah, so I, so I don't even know. So so she reached out to me, man, uh, kind of like how Tuka Mom them did before I even, even knew anything, kind of, you know, applaud me for, for what I'm doing and, and what I'm saying. And so uh, she clearly identified herself and who she was and, in, in the situation, uh, and much respect and, and love back to her. Uh, so a lot of people don't know, homie, a lot of shit that I speak on, they don't know if I done talk to the victim's family, uh, from, from George Floyd victims or, or what. Uh, I don't ever say nothing. Uh, so make a long story short, victim's family reached out to me two years ago. Uh, I seen about a few months ago where he was complaining about being mistreated. Uh, in jail by not having no phone calls. Which not- that gotta be tough though. Be- he's been incarcerated for like four years. Yeah. Um, Most murder cases don't go to trial three to five years. So if you kill somebody, homie, you ain't going to trial quick. He's three to five years on a murder case. That's that's been typical, as far as I know of. So you don't have a speedy trial for no murder. Uh, it's gonna be three to five years in the county jail waiting. Uh, m- my brother been in prison for. 30, 31 years. He'll he'll be released February first of this year. Uh, really? Yeah. It's a couple of days from now. Yeah, he, he he killed the nigga when he was seventeen years old. He was sentenced to ninety nine years at the age of nineteen. Um, uh, for the most part, in those thirty years, uh, my brother never showed no remorse for the nigga he killed. He, he felt like he was justified at first. I stopped going to go see my brother probably about 12 years ago. I told that nigga one time, I said, nigga, uh, God ain't going to never let you out of here, nigga, if you don't have no remorse for that nigga you killed. If nothing else, got to have some remorse and compassion for his mama. Yeah, for a long time, he didn't give a fuck. Uh, His behavior in prison displayed that. Yeah, I thought he'd go die now, cause homie, you gotta have some remorse. Even if you felt like you was justified in taking somebody's life, you still have to have some remorse for it. You can't just be no cold hearted. Cause nah, homie, you don't, you took a life. Even cops and, and military personnel, homie, when they do it in the name of self defense, they even battle with, with the guilt. You see what I'm saying? So here it is, a nigga in jail for killing two people, accused of killing two people. Homie, I mean, you can't complain about shit. You get to wake up, them people feeding you. If you don't never get to see your mama again, they won't ever get to see theirs no more. You don't Ma- think it could be inhumane treatment? No. Not if you kill somebody. What's more inhumane than murder? Taking somebody's life. But you're making, innocent until proven guilty. Making the mama cry. Uh, not in America. We need to stop saying that in America. Why? Uh, 
we convict people all the time in hip hop with no evidence. So if we can do it in hip hop, why they can't do it in law? We hollering, uh, uh, see, we pick and choose. Right now, we're asking for them five cops to be handed. They're innocent till proven guilty. And we got them on tape just like they got him on tape. They got why I'm, they got him on tape, homie. Just like they got these cops on tape. So it's inhumane when they're doing our rapper like this. And I like his music. I ain't going to lie. His I ain't never heard his music. Oh, his so good, back man. to his mother, right? So he complained in jail. I'm saying, nigga, I thought you was a killer. I thought killers go to jail and, nigga, if they put you in isolation confinement, uh, El Chapo ain't complaining. He can't even talk. El Chapo ain't complaining. They mistreating him like a motherfucker. So I'm saying these niggas kill up people, brag about shooting the block, and get in jail and go to crime? Come on, gangsters. Nigga, you writing a letter to the internet complaining? Shut up, nigga, and be gangster. This is what part of being gangster is, nigga. Why you need a break from being gangster? I thought you were gangster, gangster. But don't you think about it be like, man, he's probably going through like the no. worst point of his life. No. If he is, why he on the internet? Why niggas sending letters to the internet? When a nigga going through the worst part of his life, he find Allah, Buddhist, Jehovah, Yahshua. Nigga go to put it on that religious shit. No, 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 no. Man, nigga don't go right into the internet. So... When I make those comments and make the video, that was probably a few months ago, so I guess his mom probably just seen it. So then she make a tell Charleston White something about if, if something that we can talk. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, man, I don't talk to no women I can't fuck. Fuck I'm going to talk to a woman for and we don't fuck afterwards. Men and women ain't got no business talking if they ain't fucking and doing business. She <laughs> just want to talk. Man. We ain't going to do no business, right? She must want to fuck. So, yeah, I told this what happened to her talking to me. We end up fucking. So just leave me alone and let me make my comments on the internet unless you want to fuck. But but she could feel triggered though. Like she's like, Her son is a killer. What about the mothers? The mother mothers who he might be innocent. Maybe well, he didn't do it. Well, he ain't innocent. Why you say that? Because man, they don't lock innocent people up. Nah, they've locked a lot of innocent people up. I don't up. know now nigga innocent in jail. Every nigga I know went to jail. If he innocent, he got away with something. So this is what I'm saying. If my mama had my brother locked up for murder, she had me locked up for murder. Both of our crimes was high-profile crimes that was in the newspaper. The shame that comes with the fact that your boy is accused of killing somebody. You tell your boy, son, get off the Internet. The people treating you like this, girl, because you've been down here acting like this, girl. When mama come down here, mama acting like this with this sassy attitude. The world going to treat you according to who your mother and father is, boys and girls. I'm going to say that again. The world is going to treat you according to who your mother and father is, boys and girls. Your mama come down being smart with the judge. Get what? Judge go handle you, nigga. Your mama getting caught lying for you, man. They ain't going to believe nothing. Your mama can't vouch for you no more. They already put in the school records that your mama covers up for you. So when it's time for you to get punished and they don't want to hear from your mama, 
Nobody has compassion for a killer's mother. Nobody has compassion for a killer's mother. Your son and kill people, ain't they, ma'am? And you're not meek and you're humble? What about those other mothers? All the people, all the victims who King Vaughn was accused of killing, what about their families? What about their friends? What about their mothers? Nobody ever, ever referenced them. It's always the killer. Then when it's our favorite rapper, then we reference the victim. We go to Holly, long live Nip, long live DMX. But when it's just regular victims or, or, or the victims of our favorite rapper's friends, then we don't have no sympathy. So I want to come shine a light on that, homie. That's one thing you've actually been good at. Um, because you've made us realize that it's not only the famous people with lives that we should care about. If a famous person got off for killing 10 people that we don't know, what about their situations? I do want to say, though, I think people were a little bit confused. And I'm a little confused, too, about the Mama Duck stuff. Because yeah. I seen you did something I've never seen no one else in hip-hop do. And what you did was... You started giving, and I always told people, when they said, when you did the war in Chirac, why'd you do it? I said, well, I could tell a one-sided story, but people used to say, well, if you cover this song, you know it's dissing us. You're not going to cover us dissing them? Oh, you biased if you don't. So I try to keep it fair, but by keeping it fair, it could be called instigating. Yeah. Now, when it came to, like, you know, just victimhood and, okay, now shit is done. People have gotten murdered this and third. Nobody goes back to say, what does the family of YNW Sack Chaser and YNW Juvie think? We only care about YNW Melly. We don't think about other people that are victims. Nobody, like, yeah, people knew Mama Duck, but people are like, yo, well, we care about these people. We never even knew Tuka had a family. Yeah. You have made that a point. Um, uh, why did you do that? And also, you know, uh, I, I found out about Tuka before FBG Duck. Yeah. Uh, I, I never knew nothing about FBG Duck. Uh, I never knew nothing about King Vaughn. I heard about Tuka. Uh, I was over a friend's house, and, and he was watching a documentary about Tuka. I said, oh, man, that's what they be talking about, smoking Tuka. So I never saw he was a gang member in that documentary. It talked about a kid who who, who was on a wrestling team. Uh, he had just moved over to that area. So I never heard nobody say, well, Tuka was, was, was spinning the block. So I never heard none of his ops who was dissing him calling him a killer or a gangster. Yeah, that's true. I never heard that. I never heard that, homie. I never heard nothing about him shooting up the neighborhood, sliding on people. It was just was always... He? No, he wasn't in the gang. Oh, uh, really? Nah, he wasn't in the gang. You never heard nobody say that. Yeah, but it seems like there's a lot of hatred for him. What? What? Could well, have done? well, well, it wasn't. It, it wasn't about no hatred. He was just friends with Duck. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. 
We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So it's just like if, 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 I mean, they told his mother he was a casualty of the war. Really? They told, they told, you got an interviewer, homie. They told Tuka's mother. They had a big meeting and invited her to it and told her he was just a casualty of the war. That was her. That's the explanation she got from the streets. And they made him the poster well, you child. Got, well, you got kids. So who's more meaner than kids? Who's more meaner than kids trying to be mean? Fuck your greasy granny. She don't crack. Ah, your grand, your mom on. So who's more meaner than the kids teasing other kids? So when your friend get killed, fuck Tuka. So that's where that came from. Kids just being mean. We never heard smoking on dead people before these kids start doing this. That was unheard of territory. That's definitely some Chicago shit that started. That was unheard, even with the Crippin' Blood gangbanging shit. You write a nigga name on the wall, cross it out. When he die, it's fuck your dead homies. But we never knew about smoking no shit. This was some new shit. So, pop culture-wise, Tuka name is registered as a strain of weed, not a person. So that's why it was so easy for white pop artists to say smoking on Tuka. And when they found out, they had to come back and apologize. It happened a lot. Because it was registered as a strain of weed. On the flip side, you got this mother, Miss Dominique, calling up to the radio station as this songs is beginning to play. Hey, man, that's what are y'all doing? Because of the smoking on Tuka, his little sister, they can't mourn properly, huh? So the family is fucked up because they can't mourn because now they're smoking on Tuka during the process of grieving. Now it's become worldwide. So his little sister has to be admitted into a mental hospital. Yo, I swear I thought Tuka was like a killer. I'm like, the way people hate him, he must have killed like five people. Nah, homie. He, his home, his friends was killers, so they dissed him to get at the friend. It's just like, homie, they was a bunch of kids who was friends, so they close-knitted. So when Tuka died, they hurt. They distraught. What more way for them niggas to get at you because they all was once friends? Vaughn, Dirk, all Chief Keith, Duck, they was all once friends who was staying in Mama Duck house at one point in time. So I learned about Tuka. I have a Say Cheese TV interview. It's my first time saying about Tuka. King Vaughn get killed. I'm saying, well, man, why is the industry taking sides with King Vaughn? And he a real killer, a documented killer who brag about killing. Why would the industry embrace him but not have compassion for Tuka, who was a kid? And his mother is pleading. His mother is pleading. So... Tuka, older brother, gets re- released from a boot camp. Some niggas tell him, say, man, there go the niggas who killed Tuka. He just get a gun and go crash out. So his older brother and his sister is affected. Nobody's saying nothing, homie. So for 10 years, this woman pleading. Nobody says a name. All the admiration is over here for the disrespect, the niggas that disrespecting Tuka. So... The video go viral. 
I get a message from FBG Duck's mom, Mama Duck. That's when I become aware of Duck. Uh, so uh, me and me and Mama Duck, Miss Sheena, uh, man, we we become close. I befriend her. We we become real close. Uh, she would relay my messages to Miss Dominique Tuka's mom, and she would relay the messages back to me. Uh, ultimately, man, I wanted to. I, that's who I was looking to connect with was Tuka's mom. Uh, I ended up bonding uh, with Mama Duck. Uh, you know, man, trying to bless them. You know, trying to bless them without putting it in the spotlight. Uh, you know, I paid Miss Mama Duck car note. Never mentioned it. Uh, flew into the city. Uh, made sure. Uh, I found out that that she was doing interviews, man. People was paying her two hundred dollars, two hundred fifty dollars for interviews. Uh, so I started guaranteeing that she. Why would you pay a car note though? Uh, I didn't. Well, I talked to her one time. So imagine if I called and I talked to you, and every time I talked to you, nigga, you sound happy. Then the next time I talked to you, what's wrong, man? Oh man, I'm shit, man. I'm shit, man. My car about to be. What man? How, how many months? Man, I, I'm just need. Oh man, don't worry about it, man. Here you go, man. So that, that's how that came about. Uh, uh. Then she started asking. Uh. So once I volunteered to do it the first time, uh. Then she started asking. Which you should have probably knew that might have happened. Uh. I, I didn't have no problem with doing it. Uh. Because I was making the money to do it. So in, in my mind, I'm paying ties. Let me ask you the question directly because I've I've. You know, I've kind of seen the story online a bit. You wasn't trying to get with the moms, right? Oh, uh, hell no. Nah. Uh, you I sure? I don't fuck long distance. I want some pussy right now. <laughs> yeah, nigga, I want some pussy right now. Fuck, I'm going to send some money up to Chicago and wait for the pussy. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I ain't one of them kind of niggas. I'm, 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 I'd rather catch her walk down the street. Hey! Yeah, but nah, homie. Uh, uh, I ain't nobody trying to fuck no woman that had 10 babies. She had 10 kids? She lost five. Mama Duck had 10 kids, done buried five. Oh, I thought she was made a miscarriage. She lost 10, she had 10 kids, and she's buried five of her kids. So I'm, so in my mind, homie, these are my mamas. These my homeboy mamas. Nigga, when my homeboy died, nigga, I'm going to go back to the house for Christmas, nigga, and eat his plate. Because his presence ain't there. So in my mind, I'm doing what I'm thinking these niggas doing in Chicago for. Uh, but I'm honoring these mothers. So, uh, you know, of course you go see who's who and, and, you know, for what. Yeah, let me just say this, homie. So, uh, I met FBG Duck Mom. I met the little kid JoJo's mom. Uh, I met Tuka's mom. Uh, little Snoop mom. Uh, uh, a Doughboy mom. Adobe. Um... I've talked to Young and Ace mom. Now, which which one got killed in, in uh uh J D Youngin? So yeah, J D Youngin's mom. Uh, I've talked to Bibby's father, uh, the little kid out of Jacksonville that got killed. Yeah, you talked uh, to Bibby's father? Yeah, I talked to me and him talk regularly. You, you, uh, you talked to Mo Three's people too? Uh yeah, I talked to I talked to Mo Three mom. Uh so me and Mama Duck and, and Tuka mom became the closest. Me and little Snoop mom got close. But Homie, uh, they was just there for the help. Uh, I was there because of my heart. So I was heartbroken. Uh, 
when uh, Lil Snoop Mom got mad because, you know, she said she don't fuck with snitches. So she would call my publisher, man, what's up with Charleston and this snitch stuff? Really? You're lying. Come on, homie. Ain't just Aaron Sunday? Uh, I don't want to go. Yeah, homie, after her son died. Uh, man, let me just say, how I help? I help little Snoop Mom pay pay for his memorial services. So she had this yearly thing every year. Uh, I help pay for that. Uh, she could she could hit me up, say, hey man, can you send cash out me some money for gas? I'm finna go to Louisiana. Uh, I'm, I, I I ain't bring that to the internet. Uh, they did. Uh, and and, and and it was more or less for jealousy, right? So they start becoming jealous. Not Mo Three Mom. Uh, uh. But Mama Duck and, and Lil Snoop Mom, they started getting jealous because once Tuka Mom came into the forefront, uh, Tuka Mom, you know, what she was making on interviews, Lil Snoop Mom felt like she should be making more than FBG Duck's mom because Snoop was bigger than FB. So I was in the middle of uh, 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 something, homie, that... Uh, uh, that sounds like the egos among yeah, moms who should yeah. be grieving and, and, and trying to spread their story, but... Now on an egotistical level. Yeah. Uh, so it, it it was just, so when we done the Murder Change Me event, uh, I spent my own money. Uh, I flew all the mothers in. Uh, Mo3 mom was already there, so she didn't have to be flown in. Uh, I got them all spa treatments at, 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 at uh, in care, in, in, in touch skin care. Uh, little Snoop mom felt like, well, since you flew them in, can you give me the money for how much you pay for airline tickets? So I said, oh, man. So, so I, she didn't show up? Yeah, she showed up, but she felt like since since she didn't since she wasn't flown in, she felt like she should have got some money. So I give her the money. Uh I pay for her the spa. And and the whole thing was just to tell the stories for the murder change me event, man, just for the culture. Uh I brought in some more people and then it started becoming about money. Uh, you know, Netflix was on the table. Uh, you know, everybody wanted money. And, and in the beginning, it wasn't ever about money. Uh, we had the uh, Dallas County uh, District Attorney's Office there, the Homicide Division. Uh, we had a prosecutor. Uh, we had the, uh, a juvenile judge, Judge Alex Kim, to deal with all the young niggas catching capital murder cases. Uh, we had Mo3 Mom, FBG Duck Mom, Tuka Mom, Lil Snoop Mom. We had a, a juvenile worker that's from the juvenile detention center that worked with the killers. And then we had five killers, five men who had killed somebody. And and what I wanted to do was I wanted to reconstruct a murder trial and bring it to a community event. Uh, the judge, the prosecutor, the victims, the killers. Uh, and then we used that as a talking point. And, and, and the question was, what does murder look like? in the black community in 2022 when on one side, when I kill somebody, you got my people saying free the killer and I didn't kill somebody. <clears throat> and then on the other side of that coin, you got long live the victim. That's the victim side. We're divided from that standpoint. If I kill somebody, my people don't need to be hot and free me. So that's where we divided it in the black community, homie. Uh, we can't describe what murder looked like when we hiding free to kill. Hmm. That's a fucking point. You're right. Um, what I've liked about, you know, I'm watching you grow 
doing what you do, and I, and I, and I think you're using your purpose to guide you. Yeah. Because the the the, the internet had pulled me away from purpose. Uh, you can't jump out here on the internet and and, and find your footing, right? You can't you can't come grounded to the internet when, when you're a, a internet when you're coming from being a viral sensation. Uh, it, it, if you're an artist and you've been signed to somebody, then you can come to the internet and, and be grounded. But when you're just coming off a YouTube channel, being a viral sensation, it's like stepping out of a moving car. There's no way you can get out and just stand. So uh, I got pulled away from my original purpose because a nigga fighting. You're getting into it with Bosco 100. You're getting into it with this person. You're getting into it. So it, it pulls you away from from what you desire to come do. Mm. So once you get through that, depending on how far you have been pulled out there, you might can't find your way back to the center. Uh, I was able to find my way back to the center. So if I found myself getting pulled too far away from the purpose, that's why I get mad and say, nigga, I really work with kids, nigga. I rem- nigga, I really work with that. I would remind myself. Nigga, I really work with kids in real life. Well, you a hypocrite. Man, I wouldn't give a fuck what I really, so I would have to remind me, nigga, don't let them pull you too far from your purpose. At times I thought you may have been losing, losing the essence of exactly who I thought you were, but it was from other people. Like, for example, um, Mo Three's manager, Rainwater, right? Yeah. He was someone who was around you, right? For a year. He okay. known me for one year. Okay. And, and and I don't know what that split or rift was, but I looked at that and I'm like, you know, he came out basically saying, man, Charleston feeling himself now. Charleston is kind of... Losing why he set forth on doing what he's doing because well, the, he's, re- he's the, the reason he said that is because he called me up one day uh, after the FBI came and got all them niggas in Dallas. So all the rappers in, in Dallas were scared. So Rainwater called me up one day and said, hey, man, I'm in the studio with all the rappers. So he had Bugatti Casino. Boy, he had a whole bunch of goddamn number sales. Boy, he had all them goddamn rappers in the studio. They say, hey, man, we want to talk to kids. Man, you better not bother me about no motherfucking kids and you ain't serious. Nigga, you call me about talk fucking with kids and you ain't serious, we go become, we go fall out. So, because that's where my heart is. So, uh, them niggas had me set up, a, but I had already had an event. So, I said, okay, I got an event at Manor High School in Austin, Texas. Three hours away. Uh, y'all niggas come on next, next Friday. So, I had 12 or 13 rappers come to me. Come with me. They had a show in Bryan's College Station, so they met me that next morning. Show up at the school. We talk to the kids. I do a book challenge, right? So I challenge kids uh, to read this book called The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander. It breaks down the school, the prison pipeline, the one and three statistical data and all that. So you read this book. First place, I give away $1,000. Rainwater agreed to match 1000 the rapping niggas say they coming back. The kids excited. The teachers happy. When it's time to go back, nigga, I don't hear from nobody. Now, in my mind, nigga, we ain't gonna stand before these kids and say nothing that we ain't gonna do. Mm-hmm. Homie, when it was time to go back and get the money away, I'm live on Facebook, live on YouTube. Didn't nobody show up. None of them niggas. So I broke bad on right on all them niggas. 
So now I'm wrong saying I'm feeling myself. See, you can't, man, I'm going to keep my word, homie. I'm not, you, you never heard nobody call me a liar. You never heard nobody say I steal. You don't never heard nobody say I cheat. You never heard nobody say I fuck them, fuck them over. Everybody's complaining about what Charleston do, not what Charleston's done to them. So you heard what you said. He's complaining that Charleston's feeling himself. Yeah, I was feeling myself, nigga. But as, I, as I'm feeling myself, I come off camera to come back to being the real Charleston in real life. He also said, and I guess this is info, information never knew. He was like, yo, really, this guy Charleston has a problem. He's, he's you know, he's, a, he's trying to avoid, he, he keeps talking about the police, but he's trying to avoid conviction for himself because he shot himself. I never heard that before. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I shot myself. How? Like, what's the story? They ain't got no proof, though. Yeah, yeah, now, uh, yeah, I was in a strip club, uh, minding my business, and went to sleep with the gun in my pocket. You were sleeping in a strip club? Yeah. I was he said you were tricking on hoes. Uh, nah. You know them hoes would have been told on me if I was tricking. The, the stripper in the strip club even said, nah, he don't do nothing. Uh, nah, homie, uh, I sneak guns in the club all the time. And this one particular night, uh, I got this hard trigger credit card gun. Now, the detective, he would like to hear this motherfucking story. Motherfucking police, because they showed trying to get me for this shooting. Uh, but y'all don't give a damn. Uh, so listen, right? Uh, yeah, so I, right. y'all don't give a damn. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, this nigga's wrong. Yeah, motherfucker. Detective trying to get me bad in the motherfucker for this. Why? Shit. Cause you, you didn't shoot nobody. You can't shoot no gun in the club. It's against the law. Oh. Well, the fifty-fifty rule: guns and alcohol. That's why they got the. You can't take no gun where they serve alcohol. You, I lose my gun license. Really? Yeah. No, nah, I lose my. I'm a irresponsible gun owner. Wait, are you a legal gun owner? Yeah, I'm a legal gun owner. I don't have no felony convictions. You sure? Did you say you like kill somebody? I was a kid. I mean, my record was sealed. So you can legally own a gun? I legally buy them going uh, uh, online. It's, it, I, listen, every gun I buy, I go live as I'm purchasing legally. Oh, I thought it was just illegal. I was like, yo, this nigga riding dirty. Nah, hell no. Nah. So listen, so I got this little credit card gun that I I, I, I bought because of Rambo. Shout out to Black Rambo. Uh, so I cocked this bitch because I see a bunch of niggas in the club looking at me. They coming up to me, but it's a group of niggas over here in this section with a bunch of hoes just sitting there looking. So I cocked that bitch and put it in my pocket. You feel bad energy? Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't tell. Yeah, well, I go like, anytime I see too many niggas, I run them automatically bad well, energy. Well, 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 I see, I see. Too many niggas? I see two or three of them, they come talk to me. Yeah. But it's a whole section just looking. Oh, uh, looking at y'all, but yeah. I cock it because it's my normal little spot. I go here all the time. Are you and, by yourself? Yeah, yeah, I'm by myself. Why you by yourself? Uh, I at home I'm always by myself. You by uh, yourself too much. But but my partner, my partner was coming, so oh, my homeboy was coming. Uh, yeah, man, I sit down and roll the weed up, and I know the gun in my pocket, so I put my hand in my pocket to grab the weed, and as I'm pulling the weed out, I try to miss the gun, but man, my thumb barely touched that motherfucking trigger. Pow! And everybody jumped. But the, you, you really can't hear it over the music. I sat there because I was in shock. Yeah, I went in shock. You bleeding though? I went in shock. Yeah, I went in shock for because I could for one nigga. I, nigga, you I, feel it? Yeah. Let me explain, huh? 
I went and shot because I fuck with a lot of guns. I shoot guns a lot. In my mind, nigga, I can't believe this motherfucking gun just went off in the club. So I went and shot. I initially look around to see who hit. Because I'm thinking I'm I'm gun safety, homie, and I know I done fucked up. Uh but my leg numb. Uh my partner he had just walked in. Don't nobody know nothing. Homie, I'm sitting there in shock. <laughs> uh so they trying to look at my leg. I feel the blood running down. That's when I start panicking. So no, so listen, don't nobody know nothing. We got bottles. I just walked in, got a bottle. So we got bottles they just brought. Nigga, money on the floor. Nigga, just get up and walk out. Don't nobody know nothing. Didn't see. That's why there's no footage of it. You in limp? Like you in pain though? Like ah, I'm in, I'm in shock. Oh, nigga, I'm in shock. That bitch. So it went in this way and came out this way. So here go the out hole right here. Mm-hmm. So went in back here, came out here. So listen, I'm in shock. I'm, I ain't got, nigga, I don't know what to feel. I went through any bones or no? No, nah, I went through flesh. Oh, uh, so okay. nigga, I'm in shock when I felt the blood running down. Into, and I had on white sneakers. So I, I started panicking once I felt the blood. But I know, homie, that's how, that's how you fuck up panicking. So I walk, you know, uh, and I ease on up out of there. The security guard, nigga, fuck with me. So it, everybody know me at this club. The managers, everybody. Nobody knew what happened. As I'm walking by the security, nigga, I hear on the walkie-talkie, did anybody check out and see what that noise was? He said, I'm going to go check it out. As I'm walking out, I said, man, I'm going to shot myself. He said, what? I said, man, I'm going to shot myself. We ease on out. Uh, when I got to the car, tall boy, I was in pain like a motherfucker. Boy, I'm all that pain hit. Uh, because now I'm trying to calm down. Cause what they tell you, the leg wounds be the worst ones. Now I'm thinking, oh, I'm finna die dry this motherfucker. <laughs> Man, get to the hospital. Uh, but if you go to the hospital, ain't you gonna lock you up? Hell yeah, I went to the where I'm gonna go act. <laughs> Nigga, I ain't that bad to get shot and not go to the hospital. I damn near want to but tell myself. But they ask you who shot you. Yeah, they asked me who shot me. Well, I tried to lie at first. Then I told on myself, man, I shot me. You told on yourself? Yeah, man. If I tell on you, you think I'm going to tell on me? I'm going to tell on the nigga who shot me. Whoever <laughs> shot me. I'm going to go tell whoever shot me. I shot me. Oh, <laughs> uh, how you shot me? Man, I was in the apartment complex. You were? Well, homie, they can't make me talk. They can't make the victim talk. I'm the victim. I ain't got to point nobody out. So they threatened me with jail, but I knew I couldn't go to jail, homie. Uh, uh, so I think I had a, a show or something. I had to leave and go out of town. So when I come out of town, now I got the detectives on me. Uh, yeah, now I got the detectives on me. This bitch called and told me, hey, Charleston, where you at? Fuck you mean where I'm at? I know that's the question to go to jail. Uh, what you mean where I'm at? Hey, we want to meet with you. Meet with me for what? We want to check the serial number on the gun to make sure it ain't stolen. Man, why would I bring you evidence? No, 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 I ain't bringing you the evidence. No, man. Uh, no, so they, they fucked with me, tried to scare me. Uh, and it's still an open investigation. Uh, but they can't prove I shot me. I could be lying on real act and just making up shit because I am an internet character. And I tell jokes, I could be just making shit up. And if nothing else, can I put this part out? Because yeah, no, no, man, play let this whole motherfucker go. They got to prove me guilty. <laughs> okay, okay, but okay. because it, it, got, yeah, if, yeah. Not, if nothing else, I got a shooter that'll say he shot me. Oh, I got a nigga who will lie and say he he accidentally shot me. If nothing else, 
Oh, God, damn. You know, I did shoot myself, and it's the first time I done told the truth about it and talked about it. You know, I actually didn't shot myself. So oh, all that time, them niggas seeing me jumping online. I never. Listen, homie, I was I in thought pain. it was Cap because I never, ever seen you limp. Listen, soon as the camera went off, nigga, I was, oh, man. Boy, I was in pain like a motherfucker. And the people that saw me through the airport saw me limping. Uh, who else? Uh, the people that seen me coming through the airport saw me limping. Uh, somebody else. Oh, damn, man. Somebody else. They busted me like a motherfucker. But yeah, now. Why the fuck Rainwater just like put that out? Because nobody knew. Oh, well, he didn't know. It it felt like he was trying to assassinate the image. Well, 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 he didn't know. Uh, You got to understand, homie. uh, Rainwater didn't have nothing going on outside of Mo3 dying. And he still don't got nothing because the estate runs everything. Uh, uh, Man, I was his protection. Uh, for with his artists, uh, uh, you know, his artists got a lot of uh, recognition off me. So when I went to the 85 South show, uh, his little artist, Baby C, got to perform in front of Derez Deshaun. Uh, uh, when he do the Southwest by Southwest uh, music festival, he put my name on the flyer, nigga, and, and sell out because my name on the flyer because people want me to hear their music and hope that I can improve. So uh, he would ride my wave, homie. Uh, but the little nigga ain't loyal. So, you know, that was the problem between him him and Mo3. That's what happened with a lot of these little niggas, homie. They're they, they not loyal uh, amongst each other. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man. So, you can't, you can't. If we go out into the community and I stand before the community and I say I'm going to put 100 niggas in jail, my community believe I'm going to put 100 niggas in jail. If I say I'm giving away... 2,000 backpacks. They believe I'm going to give away 2,000 backpacks. So when he stood with me and told them kids, homie, we showed back up and them kids were looking because they was excited. I went, and nah, man, nigga, nah, you, nah, homie, you a fuck nigga to me. Did you get them niggas locked up in Atlanta? Or, or, or was it, because I can't tell, because this one time you said, yeah, I, I pretended like I called a niggas like PO or whatever, yeah, yeah, nah, but I didn't do uh, it. There's a, it's they a nigga claim, they claim there's a nigga in jail right now. They claim you called. No, no, no. Uh, I, I didn't call. Uh, he called on You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, quick, was, flip, quick flip, you know. Yeah, that nigga said you can't come to Atlanta. I was like, no, man, no, this, this, is, homie, a, oh, this listen, is a vicious threat. Uh, well, well, he made the threats in Atlanta while they're arresting rappers on RICO charges for gang involvement. Yeah. I get into it with Soldier Boy in Miami. That causes a physical altercation with documented footage. Uh, I didn't go to the po- Miami police. I called, but I didn't go. Oh, <laughs> uh, because wait, wait, I, what's the difference? What's the difference? Uh, well, he said, I well, call, well, I ain't well, well, if you call, we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You can't press charges if you call. Oh, you got to go down and sign the documents. Yeah. You got to put out, it's a signed statement. And Miami Police Department ain't answer no phone calls, nigga. Miami Police is slack. Man, they not answer no calls or take no charge. Now, if you call and report a crime through 911, they'll show up. 
I'm calling the re- receptionist trying to find a detective. They bullshit me. So I think it's because to- yeah, you know what happened to me in Miami. My chick was getting jumped by two other. Bitches. She was on TMZ, I and I'm I'm sitting there. And what everybody don't know, it's like paparazzi. Sixteen people got their cameras out, and the cops are right there. People think the cop they're laughing like a motherfucker. That would happen with zero. They watch zero get his ass kicked by trade now. The, the cop tell me after. Oh, we see this all the time. They put they put the girls in cuffs and, and basically just went after went to them both of them and said, "Hey, listen, the way how this shit works is." You could press charges on you, and you could press charges on you, or y'all could just say nothing happened, and we let both of y'all go. Nothing happened, and I, and I looked at the cops. I said, if this is in New York, they're trying to give you life over this shit. They're trying to search your car to see if you had a gun. Let me let me show you how how, how this how how this shit is stupid, homie. I didn't even have to call the police on these niggas. The Atlanta Police Department. I got a letter. I got a letter from Atlanta Police Department thanking me. They've been able to make over. Was it 52 arrests? Man, been no, you- <laughs> no they, listen, they've been able to make, I forgot how many arrests, homie. But let's just say they've been able to make dozens of arrests from my videos and these gang members of so-called street guys getting online making threats. So let me just educate some people real quick. So you got the FBI, you got Homeland Security, you got Secret Service, uh, you got TSA, uh, you got immigration, you got DEA, you got ATF, you got the sheriff's department, and then you got the police. There's another law enforcement agency that most niggas don't know nothing about. It's called a cyber crimes unit. The cyber crimes unit are like invisible people. You won't see them, but they exist. They can go get warrants on your social media platforms and accounts and even your phone without your knowledge based off you posting something that you think don't nobody see soldier boy made a video saying that he will put money on my head to have me kill damn i never i never saw the video cyber crimes unit seen it i never seen the video so after i made him somehow it comes to my algorithm then disappears so, one of Soldier Boy's partners identified themselves as Fruit Town or some Paru, which gives cyber units authorization to look at them because they identify themselves as gang members. Damn, he is from Boston. So, so, so now I ain't called the police. I don't know none of this. Cyber crimes unit know all of this. So. I get into it with Soldier Boy, who identifies himself as a, as as Big Draco, with money to have a nigga kill. Were you scared? Hell no, man! I ain't scared. He's no Draco nigga. though, man. Draco, I know the nigga from jumping on his tiptoe. Nah, Draco, that guy. Like I know, man. Listen, Michael Jackson can't turn. He caught a body before. What body? Man, he killed like two niggas. They ran Where up at? on him. Where? At? Nigga, they buried. I would kill two niggas if they run into my house. That, that ain't no killer, nigga. You done shot because nigga ran into that. You ain't went and killed nobody. My brother hunted that nigga down. And, and, when, and, and when somebody paged him, my brother got out while he was on the payphone and talked to him and made him lay face down and, and killed him execution style. I'm scared of niggas like that. I ain't scared of no nigga that'll shoot because a nigga broke into his house. I ain't scared of no nigga that started out like Michael Jackson and ended up like Suge Knight. 
You oh, can't man. switch up on me, gangster. However, you start out in the gangster life, that's how you got to end, nigga. You can't start out playing the guitar and all of a sudden you shooting the AKs. You got to you got to die shooting the AK for me to believe. So you can't start out ewing and jumping on your tiptoes and baggy clothes with funny hats. You got you that you forever that. Could, could things like one of the things, and I, and I've had to have these discussions with myself. Like for example, me and Meek was into it for a while, right? And um. It was when I'm moving around, I always knew, hey, if you run into Meek, more than likely there's going to be a problem, right? Now, you could say, man, I don't think that nigga like that. Fuck it. If we run to each other, run into each other. Or you could say, you know what? Anytime I'm going to be in the same city as him, I'm going to make sure I'm good because I know he's going to be good. And if it happens, it happens. But you you start moving around a little different. Now, granted... In hindsight, and salute to 21 Savage for this, put us on the phone together. And we we basically talked about the issues. We realized we really don't want to hurt each other. He's making too much money. Also, him feuding with me online isn't helping his business. It's not, it doesn't help your business go against me. Nah. There's a lot of people that don't like you as well. Yeah. Are you into... Conflict remediation and conflict resolution. Yeah. Just right here. <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, no, hold on. Stop it, Charles. Stop. Well, in my mind, homie, as grown men, in my mind, should no other grown men be mad about me for a motherfucking thing I done said? Well, they get at you because they say you talk about the debt. You make yeah. fun of them. But they kill my but, gangs. But they kill the dead. What's more hurtful? Them killing the dead and making them dead and me saying fuck the dead. Okay. I, I get that. So I'm saying to them, homie, y'all really kill people. Y'all talk about killing people. But y'all got so much respect for the dead. And I'm saying, listen, I used to be somewhat religious as a kid. Even when I was reading religious texts, I never saw no religion on the dead. It's only gangster shit. It's only the cartel members, mafia members. You've had run-ins or close run-ins. Obviously, Soulja Boy one is one thing, but like you've had almost a close run-in with, even with Meek. And yeah. I don't know exactly so what you're saying. So I'm in person. They had a whole entourage. They, they had some young niggas they were sick on. When, when that happens... What's that? And I actually give you a story too. I mean, um, which they lied to me too. These motherfuckers lied to me. Me and Meek, we got allegedly we have no issues, but we've not seen each other in person. We've never seen each other in person ever in life. Now we had a conversation. I have his number. The agreement is that yo, listen, if if he says anything that is disrespectful to me, I'll reach out. If I say something that is disrespectful to him, he'll reach out. But we, you know, niggas, right? I'm with a, a bunch of ladies, and we're in, we're in Miami, and they want to go to this club, that club, this club, that club. I show up to a club, and and and, and I'm like, why, why is there so much traffic out here? Well, it was it was like a big night. It was actually like New Year's Eve. You know, they told they said Meek is in the club. Now, granted, we have no issues, but I thought about it and I said. Just out of safety, 
the first time I see Meek, I can't have five bitches with me and just two niggas. Because I know he got 20 niggas with him. He will have to see me with 10, 20 niggas too. And it's one of those things where, like, you know, as much as we're doing conflict resolution, it's kind of like there's egos at play constantly. There's egos at play. No one wants to back down. But also, I don't think no one, like, I think everyone's making a living out of this shit. No one wants to die over it. No one wants to, I would hope, go to jail over it. But a lot of people are willing for it to get there off of their ego. So I look at you, and in those particular moments, and, 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 and I, I could tell you, so in that particular moment, when, um, I chose to not be in that environment. And by the way, he wasn't even there. Yeah. But I chose not to be in that environment because, you know, I do believe that whenever we do see each other, we're going to have to have that face-to-face conversation, even if we cool. But me and a bunch of women ain't the time for, for that to happen. Oh. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But you know what I mean? So I, I wonder with you when, you, when you run into Meek or you run into anybody, like, shit, this is Miami. All these motherfuckers is here. Yeah. Uh, when I saw Meek, homie, uh, I, I thought that was my first time meeting Anton Daniels. So he, that was his first time he had booked me. So in my mind, somebody booked me for this to happen, for this encounter. To, to happen because the, the check-in process uh, was unusual. Why? Uh, it, it was a bunch of young girls working the booth. So when I got there, uh, they 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 didn't have me on there, but they did. So the bra was holding my ID. Uh, she took my ID to the back and left my credit card sitting right there. I'm saying, man, what's taking so long? So as I'm looking around, I'm seeing niggas with gold chains. I jokingly say, man, he's like a bunch of rap niggas at this motherfucker. Man, I start seeing more niggas coming. All of a sudden, here come Meek Mill. We look at each other, locking eyes. Does he acknowledge you? And eye contact. We lock eyes. We lock, I'm talking about it goes just like this. I said, man, like that bitch ass nigga Meek Mill. He walked all them other niggas outside. The niggas outside picking up on who I am too. Who are you with? Me and Dewberry. Just two of y'all. Me and Dewberry. And it's 20 niggas, homie. God. Oh, that's my yeah, that's my biggest fear. I'm not scared of not one rapper. I'm only scared that they're gonna see me by myself or with my girl, and they got 15 niggas with them. He had 20. <laughs> so listen, so everybody noticed me. Now niggas coming in, standing next to me, and trying to, you know, on the phone. You know, so now it's feeling real uncomfortable. So now I'm saying, man, where did brawl at? So now I hit my publisher and say, man, this nigga done set me up at a motherfucking rap thing, man. See, what's up? They said Meek Mill's having a concert. Are you scared to be honest? No, nah, because I got the Mason. I had just I just come off Mason Soldier Boy, so I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm on one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm on one. So uh, You're I, ready to clear out the space if you need to. Listen, I'm reaching around in the bag because I see the niggas walking in. They swinging their arm. I'm reaching in the bag trying to feel the mace. Now, Dewberry done got into it with one of the niggas. Yeah, nigga, we see what's going on. I can't feel the mace. Now I'm scared. I'm reaching in this motherfucking bag. Nigga, I'm feeling everywhere. Man, where the goddamn mace at? And, man, these niggas coming. Uh, 
And shout out to 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 Enzo, man, nigga. They call low out of Detroit, old school nigga. He's standing there watching what's going on. He see me walk by a nigga, and one of me, me a partner hit his partner and pointed me. And it's a, I don't see it. Oh, you, oh, you know what time it is now. I don't see this. The Detroit nigga sitting back in the cut watching this. He's seeing we about to get victimized. He made a phone call to some Detroit niggas. Now, I don't know the beef between Detroit and Philly niggas, or if there is one. I just know shit by five or six uh, Detroit niggas came up in a soccer mom van with guns and came and rescued him. And where we was walk, and we walked right through the crowd. Where was Meek Miller at this? Meek morning? went upstairs. The nigga, that, the bodyguard nigga that came with Meek came back downstairs, started talking to all the niggas over there. Okay, so so basically Meek is there. He goes upstairs, but of course he leaves his niggas down there. Oh, probably like, oh boy, it was going. Y'all be niggas on. pack him out. Yeah, it was go. They, they and if it was gonna be that, he gonna listen, say he beat your ass. They ain't gonna see this on camera, homie. They even see, they even had some young niggas come in swinging. Now the young niggas didn't have no jewelry on. They come in like this. Trying to find, but I'm in the corner trying to feel for the mace. Oh, swinging on. They don't peep the Dewberry with me because he by the door. I'm kind of like over in the corner by this waterfall in the MGM. Uh, so yeah, when them niggas come and get us out the soccer mob, man, them Detroit niggas came in. Uh, in Detroit the pit, niggas, in the like your stomach, are you saying, damn, they well, fucking got me? Well, nah, this is what I tell Dewberry. I said, shit, nigga, it is what it is, homie. Because this is what I tell myself, homie. Once we fly off somewhere and we land, I look at my nigga and say, shit, nigga, we here, so whatever happened, happened, homie. Once we leave, homie, ain't nothing we can do. So, uh, in my mind, homie, uh, this is going to try to do you like safari. Uh, in my mind, I ain't going to never be no victim. Uh, I, I, I try to, I try to stay tactical. Uh, even when I was a kid, homie, 11, 12 years old, I had uncles that used to tell prison stories. So I packed a lock and a sock as a kid. Uh, I packed a switchblade as a kid. Uh, man, I got weapons everywhere. Act. Well, this ain't no weapon. That's a lighter. Hold on, hold on. Ooh, 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 That's ooh, a lighter. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What are you moving around with these days? Uh, what is this? Well, this is a flashlight. Well, you, you never know when electricity go away. Oh, God damn. It's, it's a brass knuckle taser. It's a brass. That's like a flashlight. It's a brass without the switch. The police got the switch where they just can't. I can lay on this. What in the fuck? You hear the power in it? You see, I just shocked myself at motherfucker. She didn't see me just jump back. I so, just, so, that bitch still got power in it. You see me so, just hit myself. So you hit a motherfucker with that shit. He, he over here trembling like he catching a seizure. Yeah. This the police mate. Straight from the police academy. That's not legal for civilians. No, it it's, it's illegal to have this, but who cares about illegally spraying somebody when you're scared? <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on. This wait, is wait. a pig poker. Only country boys know about this. Here, this is intimidating. This is just awful intimidating. I ain't gonna lie, that looks super intimidating. Well, come on! They're a scurry, nigga. You ain't got to stab. Just come on, come on! They're a scurry by four of them gangbanging, nigga. Hey, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, why you got that in your hand? So, so, so you know me, I be having my own issues. So, I'm, I'm in JFK. Not too long ago. And Batman Kevo actually gave me this advice. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what he gave me the advice. So I'm in JFK. I missed two flights that day because I fly out of usually New Jersey. I go to LaGuardia, miss that flight. I go to JFK. I go there. I'm only with my girl. I usually fly with security. I usually, like, I'm, I'm going to L.A. soon. Me and Blueface got issues, trust me. I got so much I'm gonna security. give you this right here then. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna go give me some. I'm gonna give you this here. You're gonna have no more problems. Oh, I might need I, I think I need that. I, I need that. I need that. This, 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 is, this is hold a football team back. 
Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, this that's all I need. Yeah, this whole football team back. So I'm I'm in the shit now. I'm in I'm in the airport. All right, I'm waiting for this flight. Now I'm not forgetting. Like you know, I be a little bougie, but it's not even because I'm bougie. I'm a little bigger, so like I really like the first clash, and I'm like squeezing in front of mo- in in between motherfuckers. Yeah, I want to kind of spread out. I'm a yeah. little bigger. I'm sorry. So anyway, I got this flight. I'm waiting. I'm sitting there. I'm sleeping. I slept for like an hour and a half. The flight was about three hours. I see a guy in front of me. He ain't saying nothing. Sitting the whole time. I sleep. I wake up. Should I even eat like some Shake Shack? I'm still sitting there. I see a, I see about two hours in the niggas like packing up. and He going somewhere. And he said, like he's going to his flight. And he said, yo, so yo you DJ Academics? I get all the time. Like, just how you get it. I said, yeah, what up, man? You know, I'm, I'm thinking it's love. I'm like, yeah, what's up, man? I'm like, yeah, have a good flight. He said, he said something on his breath. I can't really hear what he said. Then I said, I said, I said, what happened? You good? He said, he said, man, you lucky we in the airport. I beat your motherfucking ass right motherfucking now. That's a federal offense. A threat. That's a federal threat in the airport. You should have got him. <laughs> Hold on. So I'm really at this point. Like I'm a little like I'm like this got to be trolling, this got to be trolling, bro. Because in reality, and and, and I want to ask you because we probably have shared experiences with hate with haters. I don't think you run into a hater that is a random fan. This nobody knows. It's not a, it's not a celebrity. He not nobody entourage, but he do ask me about little baby. He said he said you say you can fight little baby, I'm like nigga who are you? He's a star getting whatever. As I, so I was telling the story to Bayman Kevin. He said, what you should have did. Because pretty much I looked at him and I said, listen, let me just say this, brother. If you got that problem, I don't know who you are. If you got a problem, you should just set it off right now. And then the nigga looked at me and said, man, I ain't trying to get on a no-fly list. So I looked at him. I'm like, okay, he got to be trolling. Like, it's no, I said, if you got a problem, we right here. He's right where you at. I said, just set it off. Nothing happens. Then he says, yo, let's go to the bathroom or some shit. I'm like, nigga, I'm not going to motherfucking He place. said that? Yeah. I would say, I'm going to go tell on you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'm going to tell it. That's why. So, so as you were saying that, though, I, I was telling people this story. They said, honestly, you see when niggas do that, he wasn't going to do that. If you had just got loud, loud with that nigga, because I'm keeping it super calm. Because... I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought we probably gonna get the scrapping. I just know that I fly a lot. You got to put hands on me because the, the nigga who kind of like he, he it was united. So like one of the head niggas there, he saw me say, "Yo, Ak, I love you." Blah blah blah. I'm like, man, y'all got all type of cameras in here. If he swing on me and we get into it, I'm not getting banned from no fucking shit. But you got to put hands on me first. Unfortunately, at the end of the day, nothing happened. The nigga just walked off. He was just like. It was just trolling, right? Yeah, he would have got on a no-fly list because I would have went and told on him. You can't threaten nobody in the earth. You were told? Yeah, I'm going to tell it, niggas. We on federal property. I'm trying to get you. I ain't going to lie. You got the shit where I ain't going to. Listen, I ain't got nothing. I, I only got. I only had them knuckles. Man, listen. Boy, I got these. You got brad knuckles. You got to get these kind now of brad I got, If I Hold on. I ain't going to lie. If I had that shit, as soon as he said, listen, I'll fuck you up, I'm going upside his jaw. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to fly private jet after that. But I ain't had nothing on me. So I'm thinking, I got we finna I have got to you. be scrapping. Don't worry about it. I got you. I'm going to get you all this shit here. You ain't got to worry about Wait, it. Wait, hold on. Me. How many fucking things? This this the best one right here. Actually. What is what is that? This my mace glove. You don't know it's mace until I shoot you. 
I'm just walking around like a little old gun, just walking with Mason my hand. Just minding my business. I ain't bothering nobody. It's only if you bothering me. You. you this is like some stuff. Where did you even go to get all this shit? For this is self protection shit. Yeah, I'm trying to think how can I have an edge. You see me walking down my. So I'm trying to think how I want to still be normal. But just what if somebody do something to you? What if somebody puts you in the headlock? What if? So I'm always what if in myself. So in my mind, it's just like. The tornado drills, the fire drills, it's cool. In my mind, I'm You could have cleared out that Detroit lobby with that fucking... That, yeah. that shit right there? Yeah. That looked like it's police-grade mace, man. It is. You cleared that whole fucking lobby out. It is. But everything is psychological with most niggas, homie. This here is a lighter. This is a motherfucking butane lighter that look like a gun. It even got the red dot on it. You sure that's a lighter, bro? This is a lighter, homie. This is a lighter. <laughs> this is the butane come out of here. But just imagine nigga fucking with you and you up it with that beam on it. Yeah, but 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 some niggas is but crazy. Mo, but, but, but most niggas fucking with you that's really most killer nigga that's crazy ain't bothering you with it to make you do this. This is only to buy time, homie. Nigga, cause most guys, most group niggas are bullies, homie. So most niggas who see me, it's gonna be for some internet of the cloud, cause I haven't really done nothing to nobody. That's the same thing I be saying. So it's gonna be. I don't got no problem with nobody other than rap. Yo, people be like, yo, like, so I'm going for some industry shit, and they'd be like, they'll ask me about other shit. I'm like, with regular people, even if they might be like, oh yeah, not watching videos, I don't agree with this. We're probably not gonna be the point of being a physical altercation. It's usually the the industry niggas who feel like. I need to make an example out of you to regain what yeah. people think you have said about me. Yeah. Uh, man, we, we was out getting some street tacos last night, homie, somewhere in Miami. Uh, and I just got to be the foolish shit that I do, homie. Uh, niggas, 1 o'clock in the morning. We pull up on some niggas. Nigga, they hurry up and get on the phone and call some more niggas up there. Uh, the nigga come up. Homie, he get, the nigga really get in arm's distance. Before he said, yeah, you be saying some real shit on the internet. But the niggas I'm with, and shout out, yeah, yeah, shout out to my Miami guard. Uh, they on point, though. You know what I'm saying? But uh, You don't feel like you're being dangerous at times? No. Nah. Uh, in my mind, homie, in my mind, you got good and you got evil. Homie, I ain't evil. I ain't, I ain't doing nothing evil where I have to live in fear of, 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 of retribution coming to me. I speak against evil. So I sleep good at night. Let me tell you this, though. There's a quote-unquote gangster rapper right now who don't want to go to war with another gangster rapper or go to war with the niggas who've been killing his homies in his hood for the last 20 years who probably say, if we catch Charleston and we beat the shit out of him or we do something to him, it going to make everything we done been, we've been saying sound great. Well, check this out. Nobody want to go to jail. Now, if they can kick my ass and I not call the police, I get, <laughs> okay. a, I get a ass kicking every day. But everybody's afraid of the fact that I'm going to call the police. That's a f- When you say you will call the police, they're like, oh, okay, we can't fuck with them. Yeah. I, they let me That's dis- kind of crazy, right? Well, listen, I can disrespect their mama. I can disrespect their dead homies. I can disrespect their hood. I can disrespect their children as long as I keep threatening to call the police. So I'm telling our communities... Y'all see the antidote for this shit? Be willing to put these niggas in jail and they'll stop. <laughs> no, that is, that, that's a point, though. Niggas who know a woman to call the police on them do not jump on them women. 
You either got to kill them or leave them alone. Most niggas don't want to kill a woman and go to jail. Most niggas want to whoop a woman, but they don't want to go to jail for whooping. Most niggas, ah, but they won't because they don't want to go to jail. The woman that they can coerce into not calling the police and sticking to the hood rule, she mm. get her ass kicked all the time. But that woman that's go, nigga, y'all, I'm going to push it. She don't get hit. Any close calls or like. Yeah, it's a damn fool. It's a real killer in my city. A real motherfucking killer in my city. It's the only nigga to ever catch me slipping. I decide to leave my gun at the house and go to Pandora by myself. Now, now I meet my nigga up there. Now, this nigga here is a major, major nigga in the city, and everybody's scared of him. Your nigga. Nigga, nigga scared of my nigga, but this other nigga, everybody's scared of him. Oh, this is the big bad wolf. The nigga turned cooperative with the FBI, and everybody's still scared of him. Oh, they won't shit. even call him a They won't say nothing. That's like Alpo. So I went to calling him a snitch. Well, oh, I want because everybody was calling me a snitch. And I'm saying, nigga, y'all know who the real snitch is. Y'all scared to say his name. Boy, I was saying that nigga name like a motherfucker. That nigga sent me a message on on uh, on Facebook Messenger saying why he did what he did and asking me to keep his name out of his mouth. What'd you tell him? Uh, I ain't respond. Uh, <laughs> you, you seen it though. Well, uh, well, homie, listen. Uh, you don't speak on killers. Nobody speaks on real killers, homie. This is a real killer. So, uh, I done forgot uh, this real killer mad at me. Uh, so, we in the club one night. My nigga says, such and such just walk in. Now, I don't drink, but I'm a little tipsy this night. It didn't register what he said. I said, yeah, 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 I seen that nigga. Club get ready to close. The nigga just sitting in the corner chilling. My nigga says, shit, I'm finna go. Now my nigga know I'm in danger. I'm don't know nothing because I don't drink, but I'm drunk. My nigga says, shit, oh shit, nigga, I'm finna go. You, what you gonna do? You go chill? I said, yeah, 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 I'm gonna chill. I get up and go to the bathroom. Now the nigga could have got me in the bathroom. He wait for me. Lights come on in the club. Mm. I mean, you've been there too late. Lights come on in the club. Fuck. I'm walking to the car. My little partner with me. She got a pistol on her. Uh, but the pistol in her purse. Man, when I get ready to sit down in the car, I get this door open for something. Nigga, when I look up, there go the killer. Oh, my God. I don't know how he got there. You hear me? Niggas is telling me. Nigga, I'm sitting in the car and the killer hovered up over me. You hear me? And that nigga say, what I tell you? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> say, boy, I'm sitting up there looking at that nigga saying, God damn. Boy, I'm trying to reach for that motherfucking knife I can't get. Ain't nothing there. Man, I'm saying, homie, I don't know how I eased up out that motherfucker. I don't know how I got up on the homie. He got me boxed in the car, but he's just leaning over me. I'm sitting down. Nigga, he got me. He just really want to talk. Come on, homie, let me make it. Keep my name. Now my nigga done pulled up. The split second that he turned his head, nigga, come on. Oh, he tell my nigga, give me the gun. Him and my partner, all right. 
Nigga tell me, say, man, don't get that nigga no gun. Stay out of this, my nigga. Say, nigga, give me that goddamn gun. I really got a free kill based on his reputation. Yeah, if he would have caught me normally how I be, nigga, uh, but I done got laxed. No, but he, if he would have caught me, I had a free kill because of his reputation. Uh, but nah, homie, the nigga, uh, the nigga just wanted me to let him make it. I'm the only nigga in the city that'll publicly call his name. Won't nobody in the city do this. Uh, did you leave his name alone after that? Yeah, yeah, I left him alone because the nigga called me down bad. Huh? <laughs> so this, this, uh, uh, only the strong can show compassion for the weak. Mm. Nigga had me, homie. Uh. But he don't want them problems. A lot, a lot gonna come with that. Uh, but I ain't done nothing that bad to warrant that. But killers, you don't speak on killers, homie. Uh, I spoke on the killer. Uh, and he and, and, and he had me. I mean, I, nigga caught me sleeping with no pistol, homie. Damn bad, nigga. When I look like this, yo, what the? He had me. It's like it's like killers in rap, though. Oh uh, no, nah, it ain't no killers in rap. Oh, uh, they homies are killers, homie. King Von, the closest we, the King Von, the only one we know of, homie. It ain't no nigga picking up the microphone and kill somebody. It ain't no nigga picking up the microphone known in his hood as a killer, homie. King Von, yeah. It ain't no nigga rapping going into the studio known in his hood as a killer, and he respect nah, not no rapper. It's some niggas trying to rap, probably done kill. But it ain't no nigga that's on right now that's rapping that we admire and love that's a killer, homie. That might be true. Because real killers don't talk killer talk. They got to wrestle with the demons. Homie, niggas who, really, nigga, I, niggas who really kill don't talk killer talk. That's a point. It's all the niggas home that want to kill, wish they could kill. And ain't the, the niggas who really done done it, the real soldiers who went over to war and really killed, they don't talk about war. Hey, what's the issue with um Hassan Campbell? I thought y'all was supposed to be cool. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, Hassan Campbell is a fraud, homie. Really? Uh, for him to be so opinionated, uh, for him to be so y'all hard. Y'all were cool at one point. Yeah, uh. I thought I thought we was cool, uh, until uh, my opinions uh, differed from his. Uh, I used to invite her son Campbell to come to Texas, homie, and, and do community work. Uh, I brought FBG Duck Mama. I brought Tuka Mama. Uh, I brought them to uh, Meadowbrook Middle School. Uh, uh, Dewberry took them to Dallas. So so we was doing a lot in schools, homie. So I would invite her son Campbell to come out and do work. I thought he was a community nigga. Uh, homie don't do no community work. So, uh, when he disrespected uh, FBG Duck's mom, got into it with her, uh, I think the third time I paid her car note, I called him up and I said, say, homie, I know you just got into it with FBG Duck's mama. Uh, this is a way for you to make it right. Uh, I, I've been paying her car note. Uh, you willing to go have. He agreed. He said, yeah. So we got on the phone with, with, with Duck Mom. Uh, he agreed to pay half. Uh, only when it was time to pay, homie, the nigga didn't pay. Uh, so I kind of saw him as a fraud. So uh, when he started getting backlash uh, for not doing community work, I said, see, nigga, come on down here, homie. Come do community work with me, nigga. We can we can go do this. We can go do that. Uh, the nigga never came. So one day I look up online, man, I, I see the nigga talking like, uh, 
just talking, you know, just talking down on a nigga. And I'm saying, homie, all you niggas talking, but none of y'all don't do real community work. For you niggas to be so opinionated about what I say, nobody's complaining about what I do. Meaning they're not saying, man, Charleston done some fucked up shit. Me and Charleston, nobody's saying what I done. Everybody's saying, well, he said this. Man, I don't like him. Ain't nobody saying, well, I done this why they don't like me. So I'm saying, homie, you really don't even do nothing in the community. And by the way, you had a chance to send African Bambada to jail. Nigga, you didn't send him to jail. Nigga, that was a consensual relationship. Nigga, you would take it. He wasn't forcing dick on you. <laughs> homie, that was a consensual relationship. Is that going too far, it. though? Because I think he's no. sensitive about that. Like uh, He ain't I, sensitive about it. No, 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 he says, he, he, he said to me, because when we did the interview, he said, if Wack ever asked or, or or questioned his manhood because of what was happening with African Bombada, he would have crashed out. Well, if, 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 what, if, 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 if what really happened to him, African Bambada, homie, no, you can't molest a 15-year-old, 16-year-old. No, yeah, you can't. No, you can't. Nigga, we fighting at 15 and 16. That man got bodies. That nigga Hassan Camel got bodies, homie. Homie, at 15 years old, you ain't fit to walk up there to go get that dick. At 15 years old, you 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 get molested, putting your clothes back on, walking back down there, but you but you a killer. You got bodies at this age. Homie, at 14 years old, homie, we were murdering. Ain't nowhere in the world you shoving dick on me and I don't want it. At 14, 15, 16, homie. Maybe 7, 8, 9, but not in the teen years. And I get to go home and come back? What's making me come back? And knock on the door and wait for you to open it up. Because I ain't got a key. I'm walking back to come get this dick and knocking on the door. You lying to me, shit. That ain't molestation. That's volunteer fucking. <laughs> See? It might be underage getting it, but that's volunteer fucking. Didn't nobody drag you up there, man? It, come on, just think, homie, and he catching bodies from what he's saying. So we all know he had an opportunity to testify and put Bambada in jail. Bambada ain't in jail for that shit. Well, it, and he done security for him afterwards. Well, he ain't even admitted to doing security afterwards, homie. Well, well, I think he's a little traumatized, and I think he appeared on my podcast and even said that he said that one of the 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 murders that that apparently he was involved in has Bombada was the getaway driver. What had him do that? He done the hit for him after the molestation. So this is what I'm saying, fam. Oh, uh, nigga, I done cried on the phone with him. Really? Because I know he done been molested. I'm telling you guys that, homie, I done partnered with attorney Mitch Nolte out of Collin County, one of the top attorneys on capital murder and death penalty cases in criminal defense in Texas, in North Texas. I've partnered with the Shannon Roth mitigation firm that does criminal defense mitigation. She's a criminal defense mitigation specialist. I've partnered with both these companies, both these professions, to work on capital murder and death penalty cases to try to get these time reduced. So I'm telling her son, homie, you'll be a great tool for us because what I'm starting to notice, most of these cases that I work on, homie, most of these little niggas been molested. Most of our killers, most of our cap murders, they've been niggas who've been molested. So I'm saying, homie, you can relate. You can speak to this pain of our young killers, homie, 
All this shit you're doing online, homie, you got a whole nother angle you can come from and be much more effective. So we done had these discussions. Come on, homie, let me fly you down, homie. Come talk to these kids. I know a young nigga been molested by his brother, his, his dad's brother. He spent the, come on, her son. So homie, I done had these talks with that nigga. I, I hope I hope y'all could get a common ground at one uh, point. Oh well, homie, now he done went and said I'm the worst thing to this, so he making me worse than the gangs. So this what these online personas saying. What Charleston's saying, he's worse than a rapper. Uh, uh actions speak louder than words. Uh, action rappers speak louder than their lyrics because they really going to jail for killing people now. Uh. All of these social media personas and, and, and YouTubers and content creators that's talking black empowerment, that's talking uplifting the community and speaking against uh, the rap industry, they don't do nothing. Their words are very loud on the Internet. That, that, that's true. So I here, I, so mm-hmm. I came to the Internet to do the opposite. I came to be the villain because in real life, I'm not a saint, but homie, nigga, I'm a pillar. So I came to say, man, I kill people. I rape people. That's all in lyrics. It's all. So I came to be what I'm not in real life on the Internet. On the flip side, they're trying to be something that they're not in real life. Home, I'm very respectful. Uh, and I don't cuss home in real life. I'm not loud. Nigga, that's just the, the Internet character. Uh, I'm a perfect gentleman for, 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 for the most part. Home, I hold the door open. Uh, nigga, I pick up trash. Uh, nah, 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 man. So... So when I hear guys like Hassan or guys like Wack 100 really try to villain, you know, try to make me the villain, uh, when they just stuck on the character, nigga, when this documentation of who and, and what I really am in real life is documented. What is comedy and where does that fit in? Um, I remember talking to you. You pushed me on. into comedy, homie. You 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 dropped the seed of comedy. Uh, I heard you say it on several uh, uh platforms. And I kept saying, well, how? I told Dewberry, man, how a nigga get in the comedy? Homie, how? Hey, 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 let me give you a flowers before I let you go. I remember listening to you, and I'm, I'm saying, this is stand-up material. Here's what makes a great comedian for me. You got to have a message. You can't just be random jokes. You can't just get on stage with some of your mama jokes. Yeah. Gotta be a, you gotta have a message, a point of view, an outlook on things, and then you gotta use things, situations, current events, people, whatever things, and you're gonna point out the ridiculousness, and your point of view is gonna be the reference, but the ridiculousness is gonna be the jokes. I, I was lost when, when so so I was lost with the comedy shit until you and T Pain had that conversation. When you told T Pain, uh. What you said, and then he said, well, I think if he go to Twitch, I said, nah, homie, I, I, I'm I, not going to win. I got to get on stage with stand-up. Mm-hmm. So at that point, homie, is when I started trying to beat that drum in, in, in the getting up and stand-up comedy. But motherfucker was trying to get me to pay to come do it. And I'm saying, man, what kind of goddamn comedian really? pay to go tell jokes? Then it hit. Yeah, but I was beating that drum, homie, trying to get in. Uh, I knew that's where... Being a viral sensation and being a, 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 a internet sensation got a two to three year mark to you play out. Uh, 
I had to take this character uh, and put him on stage because the character was going to supersede the work. So I had to separate the two. Uh, because of Say Cheese TV, it, it, it gave me a new youth audience outside of, of the youth advocacy work. So by me splitting from youth advocacy to coming online with the youth audience, if I didn't shelf the character, then this new generation, all they was going to know was the character. They wouldn't go know Mr. Mr. Charleston or Mr. White like the kids do. Uh, so I, I, I wanted to shelf the character, homie, and, and, and try to brand it. Uh, and I really wanted to brand snitching. Uh, I, I wanted to brand uh, crime stopping. Uh, so the rappers are helping me. <laughs> well, shit, homie. <laughs> you know, they try to make fun of that, right? Like, 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 like they, they, they believe... I see the overall effect, right? Yeah. And people always say, I, I tell people, I'm having fun in this. I don't think the streets necessarily is over, but I think it's 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 getting to be over. I'm going to tell you why. I think the indoctrination of the youth to lie to these kids to say, this is how you handle your beefs. This is the codes you stand on. While the people preaching it, don't do that. Yeah. The people preaching it, and really, if you think about a lot of stuff when it comes to gangs, it's usually older dudes telling young kids, you go do it. And usually the rules get made up to say, the rules are to protect me. Yeah. As someone who's in hierarchy-wise, I'm above you. And that's just kind of what it is. And it's, it sent a lot of people off. We just talk, we talked about TK not saying that that was exactly his. Uh, well, the, what, what you see it. now is his brain development start to come into play. Yeah. And he's starting to. Think different and sound different. He's even saying, man, I wasn't even in a room when that crime was committed. And the person who actually done the shooting got less time than me. So he's, so now he's starting to be able to rational think because now you have the development of the prefrontal cortex. So now you start, his brain starts to develop. So now he's looking at this shit totally different compared to when he went on the race at 16. Yeah. You see, so, so that's what I'm saying. So we shouldn't sentence these kids to 60, 75 years. I ain't saying they not need, they need to go do some time because they have to pay for what they done. If you kill somebody, you owe a debt to society, but you forever owe a debt to the victim. You forever owe a debt to your victim, homie. And we got to teach that. I think you're doing a good job with that. I, I think you're changing the mentality of, you know, I used to watch on Twitter. I know you're probably not even on Twitter. But I ain't on Twitter. They, they'll have your clips, like it'll be going viral. And you know what? I hear a lot of people say, "I ain't gonna lie, man, you do got a point." And and and, it, and those people are agreeing with you because they're fed up. Yeah. They're fed up with crime in the community. They're fed up with seeing degeneracy. You know, like basically ruin people's lives. And they're also fed up with people going off on falsehoods to think that this is actually viable for some some type of survival. So when you say something, and it could be months before, and people be like, well, Charleston White done said this shit. You know what, you know what made kids become aware of, of house fires and how to put out fires? Smokey the Bear. We had Smokey the Bear. He had T-shirts. He had teddy bears. So they branded this Smokey the Bear guy. Then we had the McGruff, the McGruff dog. Then... We had the dare, the dare. So I'm saying we can do that again. We just do it with snitch characters. 
we make telling, snitching, setting the record straight. We make it okay. We make it. Well, we gotta. We gotta. We gotta. What's the difference? What's the difference between snitching, telling, and setting the record straight? Well, uh, (laughs) me and me and me and Dewberry (laughs) got back from got back from flying in Minneapolis the other day. Yeah, I got some weed. Yeah, yeah. we get stopped by the police. Mm, Damn, Dewberry, I get Dewberry the weed. Yeah, yeah. Dewberry take the weed. Police say I smell weed. Y'all get out the car. He find the weed on Dewberry side. Yeah. Who weed is this? Now, I done already told the police that this weed is mine. The weed on Dewberry side. Man, Dewberry can go and go to jail for this little bit of weed. He ain't been to jail in a while. <laughs> oh, God damn, man. Oh, God damn, man. <laughs> but, nah, homie, you set the record straight. Now, do I wait for Dewberry to say, it ain't mine, so I can say he snitched on me? Or do I say it's mine? Mm. If Dewberry say it's mine, some people say he's snitching. I'm saying, man, he's setting the record straight. Mm. That's a good point. I've been saying recently, you know, black culture, I've been saying a lot of people believe black culture is crime culture. It which is. means, you know, even for the for the person who grew up in the suburbs, obviously people get brought up by saying, don't tell any brother. You got squad people, law-abiding citizens, yeah, yeah. calling people snitches. Yeah, you got yeah, yeah. people that's on this side of the street looking over here at street people, calling street people snitches, but they not on the streets. So this is a crime culture. I see them looking down at Gunner. I see people who have never even did, who have never even been in handcuffs saying, oh, man, he a snitch. And that's partly from people looking at black culture to be the street culture to say just as part of black culture, we're not supposed to engage in this behavior. The that po- no, no matter if you're doing crime or not. The police already know, homie, they're not going to get anybody to say anything. So why should they have an incentive to try to solve a crime? Man, they don't care about us. Well, we don't care because we won't give up to people that hurt us. We provide refuge to the very people that destroy us. We silence the most vulnerable population in our communities, which are the victims. Man, let, let, let me just say this. Black, black culture, it don't uplift a man who gets up and go to work every day. And comes home and, and take care of his family and make the sacrifices uh, to put his kids in college. He never buy him expensive car. He never get him no jewelry. Uh, we'll discredit him. The the man who once used to smoke crack or the woman who most once used to smoke crack, they get off drugs and get their life together. If black culture ever found out that they smoke crack, they would shame them. But we would honor DMX, a crack addict. We would honor him. So when I look at everything that's, that's propagated, uh, when, when I look at everything that's promoted, uh, oh, there's nothing positive. As a, as a 40, yeah. 45-year-old black man, 
I cannot stand up before the world and, and argue with nobody and be proud about anything black or any black accomplishment in my lifetime. I can individually be proud, but I can't argue with no Mexicans and no white people from no black perspective about how proud I am about my race. The first thing they got against me is, yeah, man, you guys kill each other. I can't say, well, y'all do it too. Not like y'all. I could never argue about how great we are because I'm going to always get shot down with the fact that we kill each other. Well, any, um, any regrets, any, anything, any one of your, you, you've thought like, you know, you've been through a journey, you yeah. know, you, you, your arc has been very interesting to watch. I'm always tuned in. I watch, I, I watch, if, if you have an Instagram live, I probably seen it <laughs> every single day. I get up on YouTube and I, I get to the Googles and I hit my little filters to make sure I'm watching from exactly that day because I don't think you're, you're only a great entertainer. I think you def, I think your words, you're gifted with a way of words. And I, and I can't tell if it's from birth or from learning as you've made mistakes and as you became a man. Uh, it's, it's, it's both. It's, it's, it's more learning. So that's, that's the qualitative. Uh, this is, this is, yeah, it's it's my it's my qualitative experiences, right? I've read a lot of books, which that's the quantitative, right? So I got a lot of book knowledge and a lot of book knowledge. But it's it's the experiences, homie. Uh, uh, my experiences is is, is where I draw everything from. Uh, my life haven't been bad, even with the the wrong choices and, and wrong decisions. So I haven't been at the bottom. Uh, in, in school, I was popular. Uh, in the boys' home, I, I was a leader. Uh, even you know, I wasn't. I I hadn't lived a criminal life. So niggas say, man, he a snitch. Home. I ain't been. I ain't been living no street life. Uh, I've been trying to figure out life for the last twenty years as a as a father. So I hadn't been living a, a criminal lifestyle. Uh, I've been getting up voting. I've been filing taxes every year. Uh, think I was signed up as a PTA dad. I got a, a a public public library card from going to the library. Uh so the the persona was because I know we we live in a cycle of, of violence in the in the black community. It's a cycle of it. Uh long before I, I, I run across a, a, a white prejudiced police officer, I gotta deal with the nigga. They kill niggas. Uh before I deal with any systematic oppression, I got to deal with the hood rules that oppress me first. Before I even learn the laws, your hood governs you. Your zip codes say what you can and what you can't do long before the white man say no. I got to fight the guys who don't like me on my block first. Uh, I got to buy a gun for the nigga who look like me who maybe want to rob me because I'm doing a little better than him. So, I can't worry about the white man. My biggest regret is that I had to come to the internet and be a villain. I had to come to the internet and be a villain. Uh, because when I took my, when I had my shirt tail tucked in, I wore a bow tie, I wore glasses, I looked like a little poindexter. 
Uh, and I was traveling around the country speaking at some of the most prestigious college universities in, in, in this country. Uh, I was working with some of the most powerful uh, congressional members from Ted Cruz, Senator John Cornyn, Mark Rubio. Uh, man, trying to get people to, to become aware of, of the issues that plague black children. Nobody paid attention to, to that guy. Uh, they wanted to hear the villain. Uh, and so all I did was uh, I mimicked our culture. I mimicked the culture, and I became the culture. Fuck you, bitch-ass nigga, old crab-ass nigga, slob-ass nigga. Fuck BD. Nigga, fuck your mama. Fuck your dead homie. Nigga, so I became what they listened to and gave it back to them. And as you can see, they really don't like it. And, and this is probably my last question. Uh, um. The same place you sit now, 21 Savage sat about three weeks ago, three to four weeks ago. Actually, about a month and a half ago. But still, he talks about you. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen him. But uh, what he said is, he says he likes a lot of stuff that you say, but he feels that you do miss out and you do ignore a few things. And he says the reason why a lot of these individuals are rapping about, you know, crime and violence is because when they walk out to their house, that's what they see, crime and violence. The reason why they're not rapping about upliftment and love is they don't see that. The reason why they're rapping about, you know, gangs and other stuff is that <coughs> that's usually sometimes the first people who are the family or who are the people. But why they not, why they not talking about hustling no more then? Why, it, it, so you mean to tell me <coughs> all they see is murder, 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 murder. Uh, he, he, I think I heard a lyric of him saying, shooting up a block, coming back and shooting it up again, spin, coming spin, back yeah. and shooting it up again. Uh, what am I missing? I remember when we had songs like We All in the Same Game, We're Headed for Self-Destruction, uh, uh, Smoking Hay in the Middle of the Born, uh, for smokers on lead, for smokers on lead. Uh, it used to be where the rappers was painting a picture of what's going on in the community. N.W.A. was talking about strawberries. Strawberry, strawberry is a neighborhood. Why they not telling us about what's really going on in the community? Why not? Why they not telling us that if you get caught with drugs, uh, that possession with the intent, you get five to ninety nine, and you only got three bags, three dime bags of marijuana. Why they not giving us the game that you got to do 85% of your time? Why they not saying if two or more people do something in concert of a crime, you can go to federal prison for conspiracy? Why everything just by killing? Why they not telling us no more about the dope fiend mamas that's still on drugs? Why they not telling us about the sister who got molested and she grew up to... Why, they used to tell us what happened to those stories. One of the most shameful things I just witnessed with 21 Savage... And I had a conversation with a Atlanta police officer. Shout out to Dabney. Man, he hurt Atlanta because December 21st is 21 Savage Day. Mm -hmm. Only for him to come back on Clubhouse, homie, and have a whole viral argument about how many people they done killed. He's still, he still rapping and talking about killing. He still live in those communities? He's a kid that grew up worried. He didn't grow up in America, did he? He's a foreigner. Where they were killing like where he rapping about where he from? 
What part of the world he come from where they were killing how he rapping? Because he didn't grow up here. For him to be so invested into the murder lyrics and to be so good at spewing them. He didn't grow up here, nigga, in this shit. I, well, I, I think he had some, you know, his childhood was in Atlanta. Man, I don't care what your childhood was, homie. You, But you talking like you the killer. And you arguing online. Possibly could have been... Involve yourselves in some future indictments if you grew up around it and win it. The way you was bragging and boasting and, and speaking in high regards of how many murders y'all done killed. How many people, how many murders y'all done committed? Yeah, that was, so, that was a step back so, so I'm saying, how can he say I'm wrong, man? I'm starting to, I'm, I don't want to believe this. I'm starting to believe these are real demons. These are not humans that have a human nature with a real human soul that feels bad or have a conscience when they do wrong, tell a lie. If I lie and somebody believe a lie, I feel bad. I may not say nothing because I want them to believe, but I feel bad if I lie. So you mean to tell me these guys have this much disdain and, and this much violence in their lyrics? What comes out of a man's Mouth is what's in his heart. Who governs these guys when they write these lyrics? What what seed of thought is being put into the mind when they said, I'm going to spin the block, I'm going to come back and spin it? Homie, that's a level of destruction that you have to be thinking to make it rhyme and find another word to go with it to make it sound good. So what what entity, what what force, what spirit, that they have to take on to be able to consistently write these type of violent lyrics and then look at me and say, oh, man, he just don't get it. Homie, I've never shot a gun at a black man. I never preach killing black people. I preach self-defense. I don't even preach killing white people. Uh, I got to meet my victim's family. I got to look them white people in the eye and they say, man, we forgive you. But sometimes I come to the Internet, homie, and act like I... I'm happy about killing white people. And I ain't never killed nobody. And I can take a step back from that. I've never seen 21 Savage or no rapper take a step back from killing us. They have never gave no regards to whatever mother who may have to bury their son when they spin these blocks. Or whatever kid who have to grow up fatherless. Where is their level of compassion when they writing lyrics? And it's all murder, 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 kill, kill, die, nigga, die. Where am I wrong at? Pelling point. So uh, I just took on the culture. Uh, I, I saw that my princess cuts, I used to have princess cut diamond teeth. I saw that they talk about the princess cut diamond teeth. So... Fathers are struggling to be, be good fathers because they don't look like rappers. Don't sound like rappers. They don't drive foreign cars. They ain't got diamonds. So as many men are being discredited in the household because they can't compete with a rapper. Even when the ball playing NBA niggas, when they get their money, people think they're trying to look like the rapper. But ultimately, the rapper is really mimicking the street niggas. All you got to go back to do is paid in full. All of our rappers from the New York era was looking like them niggas in the street from paid in full. We think the rapping niggas is the niggas. 
the rapping niggas is misleading everybody because they mimicking the street niggas playing like they street, but they really ain't. Real street niggas ain't got time to rap. They done done too much wrong. Real niggas who done kill people home, they ain't got time to go in them studios and talk about that because at the end of the day, they know that victim still got some people over there that's mad about that death. It's hard to be a gangster street nigga and then come on this microphone and talk your lifestyle and your mama them still back there, your sister them still back there. It be the niggas in the groups that's real gangster. The rapping nigga just mimicking and imitating and putting on and playing. That's why when they go to jail, we see them doing this. Like Young Thug. Putting their head down, homie. You gotta believe that was like real. Str- I, I think he might have been too real. Nah. You don't think so? Nah. Homie, real is you doing it. He was having people doing it. But it takes a, it takes <coughs> a, a level of nah, conviction homie. and. Nah, homie. Uh, them niggas around Suge Knight didn't respect Suge Knight. That's why he went back over there and had to do what he did and ended up in jail. They didn't respect him. Because he wasn't a nigga really doing it. They respected Mob James and Buntry now. You see how all that worked out? Death Row is the prime example of what happened to real street niggas and real street niggas went to operating in the industry. Ten of them niggas killed each other, didn't they? They went to turning on each other. Real street niggas turn on each other, homie. They don't be long-lasting. You can go from the mafia. You can go from the history of all criminal organizations. They all turn. They're not long-lasting. Nigga, the Crips killed Nipsey. The Crips killed uh, 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 Raymond Washington. No organization, homie, is long-lasting, longevity with Kumbaya when it's criminal or street. So here it is. Here come the new group saying, man, we we, we going to amend the rules. And we've never seen nobody amend the rules. So... Thug was street in his lyrics because he can go get somebody to go kill you. But, nigga, he wasn't getting in the car going to go kill him. Well, well we thinking, man, he got to be street because if he got all his money and he was still plotting or still getting other people killed, that's a deranged street, nigga. That's right not there. street, homie. What is that's that just like Suge Knight waiting to get the money to be gangster. You finally get to live what you wanted to be. Because if you were really all real street niggas, when they get to not being street, they don't stay street. When real street niggas see an exit, boom, they out. They don't stay. Real street niggas are always looking for a way out. It's the ones who ain't never really got to live it, nigga. They get up here to the top and start being street. Homie, when a real street nigga make it, he's so tired, my nigga. Not trusting homie, they be wanting out. They still living it. The niggas still living it. It's the Why niggas who ain't been in it. Everybody in the background just nodding their head, man. <laughs> Look at these niggas. These niggas nodding their head like, man. Say, homie, the, the niggas, homie, I, homie you, I'm, I'm telling you, I know, homie, real niggas. Homie, the niggas in the feds love me. The niggas in the prison system love me. Nigga, man, homie, real street niggas want out. They don't keep trying to get, no, homie, they want out, homie. So they can rest. It won't out. So when you see, man, the first time Suge Knight wore all red is when we saw him on, the, on that magazine with that thing. And that's the first time he ever got to do that. 
To be a millionaire, finally get to be a blood. Why you think when they get the money, it's so whoop, they had never done it before. Soon as Pooh Shice to get the money, homie, he crashed out, shooting a gun at the concert. A nigga who done done that don't do this. A nigga who finally get the money, go get 100 pounds of weed. Like that football, the Nate, Nate nigga. They ain't never get to do it. So now they want to try to live it now since they got a chance to do it. Niggas who lived it in the past don't get hurt and start doing it. That's how you know they wasn't really with it, homie. That's how you know they wasn't really with it. You don't get hurt and get street. Nigga, you get hurt, nigga, and get smart when you so, come so, from the street. So, 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 for example, you don't believe that Chris Brown is blood? No, nah, I don't believe Chris Brown is blood. Because when he what about was about Lil Wayne? I don't believe Lil Wayne is blood. Because when Lil Wayne, because it ain't no bloods and crips in New Orleans. Ain't no bloods and crips in New Orleans. All the bloods, all the crips in Shreveport. Ain't no bloods and crips in New Orleans. They were uptown, 17 Ward. They, they didn't, wasn't no colors. Lil Wayne became a blood when Mac 10 went to cash money. You definitely believe it's the Soldier Boy from Bonton, though. No, nah, I don't. Soldier Boy is from somewhere. He from Fruit Town Pyro? He, he not from Fruit Town. The Fruit Town Pyro's even said that. He's not. You have to be from there to be from there. When the boy You first, can't get rich and become gangster? No, you can't go you <laughs> and watch him you. You wasn't Pyroing, you was youing. When he had on the baggy shirt that looked like a dress, and he do that little dance <laughs> when he jump up on, he wasn't Fruit Town and then. Same with Chris Brown when he was, excuse me, miss, I need you, boo. He wasn't Fruit Town. And then when he was singing with that girl, Sparks, Jordan Sparks, he wasn't the Pyro then. So at you what, sure? homie, homie, you got to put in work. You got to come do hood shit. What celebrity, homie? Lil Wayne was a child prodigy. When did he become blood? He was a child prodigy. Who been with cash money since he was, what, 11 years old? When did he become blood? Who they OG? Who put you down? When did you get courted into the set? When did you take the beating? And why they ain't DP'd your motherfucking ass? Well, can't you buy your way into that system? Because you can't, homie. Because you 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 become... 6 9 a- say he never got jumped in. He say he, he just like... So, you know, so, so... One day they told him and said... You so so nigga. so so let me ask black people this: Why is they mad at six nine then? He a Hispanic, a Mexican. He never got jumped in. What made these niggas bring him into their criminal organization and let him have access to all this gang shit? And he's not a real blood. They wouldn't do me and you like that if we had money. Why would they do that, homie? He's he never got jumped in, so he never had to show his loyalty or his allegiance. Why wouldn't they expect him to tell? You robbed him. You fucking this girl. When the FBI get him and they say, hey, listen to this phone conversation. And they say, yeah, man, that nigga dumb in the bitch. I just got to fucking. He just left. Yeah, we going to kidnap him tomorrow. And they playing it. <laughs> and, then they, and then they press stop and they say, hey, you still want to be lawyer? Oh, man. They do, they do your woman the same way. They do your, they'll do your wife the same way. Hey, look, we just seen. They'll do the same thing. So I'm saying what make black people think that this kid was supposed to stay loyal to something he never had to pledge plead allegiance to? There's a lot of rappers, though, who, who, who got gang, like, you know, 
Gun, they said Gunner's a crip. Like, Gunner put, put on his post, he said, I'm back. He put B-A-C-K. He edited that bitch, put B-A-C-C, well, okay. he crip. Okay, we they know. He said Shady Street Park Crip, something like uh, that. Oh, okay. Uh, Gunner a member. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Is he still a member? Cause, cause I, I Big U was on that, that conversation, I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, he deleted he deleted the message though, but I ain't gonna lie. Uh when did he get put down? Uh and, and, and what work did they have to put in? Because gang members pride themselves homie on putting in work. Real gang members pride themselves homie on at least having to put in some work, nigga. Well, he might have paid for some shit to happen. Oh, uh, so so you can't claim then. You're an affiliate. Wait, that don't that don't count like if, if if you rented the car for some shit to happen, you, you pay for a couple niggas' bonds, you put in a little bit of work. Nah, homie. Nah, they using you. Your your allegiance comes from putting in the work, homie. Because you you can never have a voice or a say so, nigga, if you ain't no nigga to put in work. And see that's what I'm trying to tell the difference. Uh that that that's that's what's the difference between Nipsey Hustle and Eric Holder. They both rolled in sixties. They both come in the same line class. They both put in work to whatever he's Nah, he's lying to me. Because because one nigga saying, nigga, how you going to tell me this, nigga? I'm this kind of nigga. If you put in work, nigga, this don't go like this. If you know I'm this kind of nigga, and I come back, nigga, and I walk up on you like this here. Homie, come on now. Homie, I know niggas done been shot. I know niggas who done killed niggas. Homie, they edge and they guard. Well, 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 I think that's where the streets and the industry get like, like misconstrued, right? So it's like, you're right. Like if you if if it's only some street shit, you know how it goes. But he's also a celebrity and a rapper and a street dude. I don't know if you could be both. You can't. You can't. Once you become celebrity and rapper, homie, you can't be street because now you over here, your instincts is being weakened. Man, nigga, your gut instincts ain't street no more, so you can't, you can't. Hey, I, I was I was watching, I don't know why randomly, I was watching uh, some video about Nipsey's final moments, and they say when the guy comes up to him, he dismisses him after he already disrespects him, and he says to somebody else, hey, homie, you want a picture? Because he was a fan. So he ignores the killer, basically just dismisses him out of his peripheral and, and just talks to a fan and say, Let's take a picture because I told this nigga to get the fuck on out of here already. But he a which, killer. Yeah, which which if you're talking about instincts, it, I would imagine if anybody feels threatened, you never keep your eye off the threat. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, once once you're keen, if you're keen in this world, you're keen in this world. Once you remove yourself from that world, and you go back. And you remove yourself again, you're no longer king. You lose it every time you leave. It's just like a guy in jail, homie. He making rule like a motherfucker. If he come to the free world, stay out here three, four, five years, go back. He ain't as keen as he used to be. It's somebody never left. It's somebody never left. So... It's just like dating. You be in a relationship forever. Man, you come back out here and try to be single. You ain't as keen in your dating as you was prior because you done left this world. So when when you leave the streets and come to rapping, you leave the streets and come to business, 
Your biggest mistakes is going back there still thinking you as keen as you was. Or even with everything you've ever said about Nipsey, because I think they try to jump whack. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, you know, I heard he took out running. Yeah, I heard he took, I heard Tiny Draws had him running. Nah, I heard it was her. Nigga named Nah, not to that road in 60, Tiny Draw just said he was running, left his wife and everything. What? I, I, I already pulled out some stuff and some stuff got a little weird. Not with Tiny Draw. Oh, now I'm, I'm just saying Tiny. See, all these are speculated stories. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, this is what I know. But, but what about you though? Because because you spoke on your experience from the funeral yeah. to otherwise, and you've definitely spoke about Nipsey at length. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you're moving around, and I'm pretty sure you're definitely going to get to L.A. at some point. Yeah, I've already been in L.A. I just got back from You me. just keep it low? Do, do, nah. Do you uh, go to hang out? You uh, can't. Well, Long Beach is full the, of crips. Uh, you can't uh, go there. Uh, we, 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 we went to the hood to get the weed, uh, but uh, nothing's vibrant in L.A., homie. What do you mean? Uh, everything's perishing. Uh, the, the, the impoverished condition, the poverty. Uh, the crime, the, the lack of jobs, the lack of resources, uh, the divide between the Hispanic community and the black community. For for a guy like me that like me that's being progressive and, and, and vibrant, uh, black people aren't progressing in, in LA. So why would I go there? Uh the weed is good everywhere now. Mm-hmm. Uh you know what I'm saying? Uh not only will they kill me, nigga, they killed Nipsey Hustle. Uh, Tupac was killed by an L.A. nigga. Biggie. Uh, Say P.M.B. Rock. Come on, homie. Uh, nah, nah, nah. Uh, most people are leaving L.A. in California. So who would want to go there just to hang out, to do what? Go to Cali and do what? Uh, when is so many areas of detriment just riding through? It, 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 homie, I want to I be vibrant. Uh, uh, I want to go where black people love one another, uh, have fun with one another. Uh, California is, 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 is only dangerous for black people. It ain't dangerous when white people go. It ain't dangerous when Hispanics go. Uh, it's only dangerous for black people. And, 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 and there's nothing cultural-wise to say, hey, y'all, let's go to Cali. I agree. Yeah, so. Uh, I agree. All the major brands, uh, all the major corporations, they're no longer in California. They're in Atlanta. They're in Texas. They're in Austin. Atlanta, Texas. Uh, that's where people go. Yeah, homie. So, uh you don't have to go there to be famous. You don't have to go there to be on, get put on anymore. Uh, I think Jimmy Iovine them sleep good knowing that the Crips and Bloods don't have a hold on the rap industry no more. Uh, they extort everybody. Uh, so uh, I'm looking to build, family. Uh, I, I'm looking, uh, yeah, I'm looking to build without barriers. Uh, I'm looking to break racial barriers, uh, but we can't break them. If we don't deal with one another first. Yeah. Charleston, thank you, my brother. Uh, I I definitely want to say this is our second time sitting down. Um, I've gained more and more respect for you just kind of watching how you move 
watching how you talk, knowing that you're not only just great entertainment, but you also have a message and purpose, which I, I see you constantly get refocused around. I appreciate you. I, I'm, I'm I'm glad that you're flourishing. I'm glad yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you're moving around. You're touring. You give us hope, homie. We we didn't know uh, talking and, and content creating uh, can get you into the music industry, homie. So uh, I, I thank you the first guy on, on the internet to get like a rapper deal with this shit, homie, and then tap into the music industry uh, by having legitimate opinions and, and outlooks. So uh, you you paved the way for content creators. They think Vlad did, but now, nah, homie, you did uh, because you started with a bunch of. Uh, Kids, a bunch of goddamn kids, homie, that done changed the trajectory of, of not just the black community but America with drill music. Uh, you put the light on this shit. No, I appreciate you so much, and, and and I mean likewise. You know, I think the ball keeps rolling. I think, hey, when I said anything I said about comedy to you, was also because I was scared too. Oh, you scared to do comedy? Course. Let's do it then. Come on, man. Me and DJ Academic doing a comedy show. Bob I've Nathan. been scared, hey, but but one thing I realize you fearless. You you fearless in the sense that you will go if if niggas want to kill you, you still show up. Yeah, yeah. I go to the booking for the right price. <laughs> You'll still show the fuck up, yeah. and I, I'm I'm glad that you you're succeeding. I'm glad that you know um I'm getting uh, I'm being here to witness this, and I'm, yeah. and I'm I'm glad I get to support it. You know, hey, listen for for for, for people who might not know, there's been a lot of people. If they had their way, they said, listen, we can't have Charleston White on academics platform. We can't have Charleston White's voice being amplified. We need to have an overall boycott. And I just don't think that's the way. I, yeah, I, no. I, I don't think that's the thing at all. Uh, I've, I've, I've made some apologies uh, to, to some people. But, you know, uh, I'm pretty much unapologetic because in my mind, I'm speaking against what's wrong with us uh, and nothing else in my mind. And, and I believe so, too. You know, again, listen, this is entertainment. And, I'll, and they used to do it to me, too. Like, yeah, maybe maybe you'll say one thing that maybe people get upset about, but let's focus on the message. All right. And the message is right. Yeah, The message is right. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Charleston. Um, uh, anything you got coming up you want to plug, promote, let people know about? Gaskin, Ala, uh, Gaskin, Alabama. Is that what that is? Gaskin, Alabama. Uh, man, uh, 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 outside comedy tour. We outside comedy tour. Uh, DJ Academic said he bringing something to New York. Yeah, now uh, I got to bring you to New York. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, want, I want to host and bring you to New York, and I just want to I want to stand on stage with you and just look into the crowd of people who are watching and be like, man, this all started from just having a point of view and an opinion yeah. and, and sticking on that. I I, I want to have that moment. Yeah. It's going to be special to me. Already, man. All right? Yeah, man. Thank you for watching another episode of Off the Record Podcast. Obviously, it's your boy DJ Academics on Spotify. Of course, with the guy who they wouldn't want on here. But listen, I make the rules. Thanks for Spotify for empowering me. But I put anybody I want on this bitch. And it's my guy right here, Charleston yeah. White. Already, we out. My guy. <laughs>